Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I used to sell like exercise equipment and things like that. I've never mm. actually looked at the uh, let's do sex column. My Craigslist is my favorite dating site. It, it what really is. I mean, think about it. where else could you show up for casual sex and leave with like an antique coffee table? I think I've heard my mom talk about her sex life to me like three times. As far as I know, they've had sex four times and it resulted in four children. My parents are openly talking about it all the time. It's disgusting. Welcome to Sex Talk with my mom. I'm Cam Poder. And I'm Karen Lee Poder. My mother is a self-proclaimed sex expert and cougar. And my son is a self-proclaimed stand-up comic and clown. Together we host this podcast called Sex Talk with my mom where we talk about all the things you're not supposed to talk about with your parents. We break down the barriers, the things that are taboo. In this episode, we are <laughs> we do a little a crossover with another podcaster named Billy Persida. He has a podcast called The Man Whore Podcast. It was recently... Wait, just, you just say it like just so normally. It's a hilarious name, The Man Whore Podcast. He's a man whore. What do you want from him? I know. It's so hilarious, the disparity between you and him. He he was ranked on Esquire's, he was actually number one on Esquire's list of best sex podcasts this year. Which we were number three, so, you so know. So screw this guy. Yeah, the hell with Manhart. No, just kidding. He was awesome. I actually found him to be delightful. He was hilarious. He's a, Very he, charming. He's a stand-up comic out here in New York, so we did it together in uh, in in a studio. My mother Skyped in. And uh, this guy really explores and experiments sexually. Way more, again, way more than you and I combined times 10. Yeah, and I think he's able... He's like Cam on steroids. You think he's like me on steroids? I'm just saying saying it's just like hilarious that you're the exact same age. I mean, I literally thought by the... I'm not even by looking at him, by, by the way he was speaking that he was... Like thirty-five or forty years old. Well, he speaks. He speaks really confidently about sex. But how do you think he's like me on steroids? And what, I thought we were meaning, very meaning, different in terms of our personalities. That, that's what I everything. meant. Like he's he's hyped up. He's much much more. Uh, he's he's you amplified. That's what I meant. Yeah, I still don't understand what that means. But he, okay, regardless, it means that he's had a lot more experience, and it just it's just like a, you guys have very very different personalities. Okay. All right. Not not bad or worse, but just different. Yeah, but I, I think me on steroids makes it sound like he's like a more he's a better version or a more advanced version of me. But I don't think we're even in, you're comparing apples to oranges. Being on steroids is not better, by the way. No, it doesn't matter. I don't think it's we're we're even comparable. Dude, that's my point. You're not comparable. Why, what is this? The intro. We're, we're, this is the intro to this fucking episode. We're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna talk about. The... It's just like I don't know. It's just like you guys are so freaking different. It's we just, are different, just, and and not necessarily one better than the other. That's what I want to say. It's just just different, and that's what makes me laugh. But when you say he's like he's like me on steroids, it makes right, it sound like he's like steroids. a big brother of mine. When in fact, I thought we were we were very different. I, I appreciated his perspective. Yeah, there, I, wait a second. 
I did not say that he should be a big brother. Jesus fucking Christ. He's the same age as you. I d- just very different experiences. He, uh, he, in this episode, he talks about how he's gone Craigslist bukkake, how he's done Okay, po- so porn. just let's just keep it. A, let's just stick with that one little point. He's had Craigslist bukkake. You didn't even know what bukkake meant. I knew what bukkake meant. You apparently don't know I what bukkake meant. I, I, I apparently got it wrong. But the fact of the matter is... That neither one of us have experienced the bukkake. Okay. I don't even know if I could, I, mean, I don't even know if I'm pronouncing it correctly. Is it bukkake? It's bukkake. Bukkake. Okay. Bukkake. Okay. Anyway, if you want to check out his podcast, all the all the information will be in the show notes of this episode. And uh, we also wanted to promote uh, our Patreon page. If you have not, please check out our Patreon page to donate to our our this little. Uh, project that we've got going on called sex talk with my mom if you like this right. a lot of you guys really really enjoy and reap the benefits of it by passing the time of day listening to our podcast which we fund completely out of pocket so that's why we would love to help have your help on patreon and when you are a patron there are all kinds of little reward levels that you can uh, achieve by donating like one of them is camel twerk <laughs> For a certain level. You just made this a, a reward without even <laughs> consulting me. Camel twerk. And will if do a you donate $25, I'll, God, I'll twerk. I'll twerk. 25 bucks. he'll twerk to the song, this song of your choice. And anyway, that's on uh, Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash sex talk with my mom. That will also be in the show notes of this episode. If you feel like donating, we'd be so, so grateful. And uh, on to the review of the week. By the way, you donate to Patreon. I do a little happy dance on my Instagram page and our Instagram page. So if you want to see me dancing and Cam twerking, okay, donate some freaking money. Okay. And then the, the, can we do the review of the week, Mother? Yeah, I'd love to hear the review of the week. That's like my, one of my favorite things to hear. This one, the subject line is, this coog is on fire. Five stars. Ooh. <laughs> By, this coog is on fire. By username milflover 69 Oh, I know him. You know this guy? I think he. I think he's on my uh, one of my Karen Lee's crew on YouTube. Well, he's only the only. It's very nice of him. I should thank him. The only review he left is a maze. <laughs> okay, that's better than no review. So thank you, milflover 69 If anyone wants to be more like milflover 69 <laughs> Please leave a review for us on the iTunes store. We would be very, very, very grateful. Yes, please do. And we might read yours on our next episode, especially if you have a title like Coog Lover. <laughs> By the way, I'm just like, I cannot wait for you guys to hear this episode coming up. It's It was one of my favorites. This this is a very engaging character. Please enjoy Billy Persida of the Man Whore Podcast. And let us know which particular part you liked uh, in this interview. And if you thought that uh, Billy was like, our man whore was like Cam on steroids, let us know about that as well. He's not like me. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. Or let me tell you about the You're birds supposed to do this at the, the end. Oh, sorry. Oh, my God. I'm completely stone cold sober right now with no caffeine. I don't know what's going to have gotten into me. Email us your thoughts at sextalkpodcast at gmail.com. Bye-bye. No. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Let's start with a little interview with you. Sure, why not? 
You good with okay. that, mother? I'm good with that because I've I've done some research. How old does um, he? How old can <laughs> you really be and still say mother? What? When does that start being weird? Are you not? Are, do you not call your mother mother? What's the relationship? I call her there? mom. I call her Bobby. Uh, <laughs> Bobby is it her name? <laughs> Bobby. Well, your name's Barbara. Bobby. She goes by. Look, my mom's name is Barbara. When you meet her, you're like, oh, she's a Bobby. You know, okay. she's a very she's a Bobby, very energetic, bright person. I, I okay, that's nice. You so you're saying we, we before we started recording, you were saying you do not talk to your mother the way I don't that like. I, do. I do not talk to her the way you talk to her. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not many uh, not people. Not that like do. I'm weirded out or grossed out, but I'm still trying to figure out my normal relationship with my mother, let alone opening up the sex stuff. But who knows? She's single now, so she's off exploring that. Oh, that's going to change your whole dynamic. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't get weird about my dad with the being single stuff. I think my mom's just a bit of a kookier person. So, so I, uh, how, how does that manifest? What, what what Has that led to any crazy things in terms of her relationships? Are you being involved in that? Not really. I noticed, you know, my, par- my parents split up and got back together five different times before they actually really? got divorced. Yeah. So, like, I would always notice this trend. Like, my mom got very slutty when she was single. How did you know she very... was being slutty? What was that? How did you know she was being slutty? I mean, did you she, see her bring home guys? Back when I was um, – for example, when I had just graduated college and was living at home and my sisters were home too. Yes, thank you for that. And, you know, she'd get – we'd just text her at like midnight and we would like text her and be like, hey, you know, like where, where are you? And she'd say like, oh, I'm out with my golfing partners. We're like, mom, no one's golfing at 1230 in the morning. <laughs> you know, or like she – I don't know. I feel like there's a, a certain level of that where uh, she had a boyfriend who didn't have a cell phone. Like, would you fuck your way through a time machine, Mom? Like, what's going on here? <laughs> okay, for our listeners, Billy Persida is the host of the Man Whore podcast, where you you tend – it started, from my understanding, with you interviewing your exes. I still do. Tomorrow uh, or this week, I have an episode or, uh, of the week that we're recording this. I go, this week's my episode is with a lesbian I made out with in a gay bar, <laughs> and then she ran away when she realized what she had done. Oh, my God. And then six, okay, so six years yeah. later, I was like, let's talk about it. <laughs> Isn't that the worst? <laughs> Cam had an episode like that. I did as well. I, I, I didn't make out with her, but I was pursuing uh-huh. her and then learned in our date, our four course yeah. meal, that she was lesbian. But, what you know, she came on the podcast. We hashed it out. It was great. And it was, <laughs> and it was fine because he had a group on. I it would I happen to have a Groupon for the date. Uh-huh. We don't need to go through this. Do again, you have a mother. synced iCal so you know about all his dates? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Mike, yeah. we do not. Uh-huh. I have to specify that because we have this weird fucking close relationship. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into that later. Billy, so you you're how many exes do you have that you're able to record podcasts for years on end? Well, once a week. It's not like ex-girlfriends, and it's not everyone I've slept with. It's anyone I've hooked up with in some capacity. So anyone, like, I've made out with heavily or slept with or dated. Uh, so Is, there's a broad definition of hooked up with. There's a there's a heaviness of the makeout that ha- they have to qualify? Yeah, 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 like a kiss on the lips real it's quick. nothing. You know, like, I, I kissed a girl briefly in Austin, but it was more of, like, a really, like, it was a long but closed mouth kiss. You know what? If it's open mouth, if our tongues touch, you qualify. I think that's <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, I think that's, that's fair. fair. Yeah. So, it, yeah. Wow. Oh my God. I have so many questions for this. Well, actually, and this bar. is interesting is that I did a, I was recording a bonus episode recently 
Uh, and I was going through like my list to be like, oh, which ones should I talk about? I do a few solo bonus episodes with people telling the story of guests who will never be on the show. Sometimes because they have no name. There was some Craigslist book hockey I did. And I'm like, I don't I don't. <laughs> She's, you know, she's in, she's in the spread. I, of course, know what you're talking about. Right, of course you do. You know, you have very good skin. And, and my um, son probably does. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> but no, there's a woman in my spreadsheet who's just as black bukkake chick. I don't have a name. I have no way to track her down. I was uh, I was brought in by a friend to this bukkake, so I don't even have an email address. It sounds so like I'm, an event, like the bukkake, right. the night of bukkake. They're fun. They're fun. They're heavily organized. So, so when I do these... These episodes with those types of stories, I'm going to the list of the past hookups, and I just remembered a few days ago, and I ended up telling the story, but it was uh, it's technically someone who I've never hooked up with, but totally should qualify, because uh, it was a couple from Craigslist who wanted me to watch them fuck, oh so God. I never touched the woman, but like I watched her fuck through their window. Oh, my God. And Wait. F- Oh God! You're so, are you gonna be okay? You're gonna be okay. He's, fine. he's gonna choke. He needs to I just, breathe. I need, I need breathe. To so you're on there's, Craigslist. There's this thing called the internet. You're, and, uh, so you're on Craigslist, <laughs> and, and, and someone is posting and saying, hey, "I want someone to come watch me and my husband fuck." And you are on Craigslist, yeah. and you say, "I'm I'm gonna yeah, show up." Yes. <laughs> yeah, I am. Now, wait, yeah. Is this be, like has it gotten like more extreme since your podcast, or was this how you've been since you've been sexually active? Uh, I would say I've been like this ever since my the end of my first serious relationship, which was around the age of 19. Uh, I was, like, not sexually active until 18. Girls were really not interested in me. Uh, I did not know how to talk. Did not know how to talk to women. Then I had this great girlfriend for about 14 months. And then I was single and 19 with pretty blue eyes in New York City uh, and with Craigslist. Unbelievable. And it was, and, but that was way before Tinder or any yeah, dating. Yeah, before Tinder so, or anything. So you have to go on Craigslist. I, I didn't have to. I was in college, and I was in New York City, where I have a very uh, generous gender ratio. But, you mm-hmm. know, at that point, I just realized, you know, I wanted to see what was out there. And I figured out that, like, I'll try everything twice. And that's how I'm going to figure out this sexuality of mine. I love figure it. Figure out, like, what's, what gets me going? What am I into? What am I not into? And we'll do it trial by error. Um, what have you discovered? Um, I definitely like watching people fuck. Really? Uh, so this was a good I event? Mean, I w- and I wouldn't say like I discovered any like deep-seated fetishes, but like just things I like to do. Like, um, wait, 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 let's stick to that one. Let's stick to that one. Okay. Because I, I think that's like a, that's a safe fetish. You know, you, you're, you're not getting too involved. Yeah. You're you're able you know you're able to watch get turned on or whatever. I can jerk off doesn't... or not. Yeah, you know, there's yeah, no performance yeah. anxiety that comes with it. I, you know? I think I like that fetish, too. I haven't done that, but I think I like that. It's a low-key one. I would have preferred they let me be inside because it was 43 degrees. And I was next to the Hudson River in no. Edgewater, New Jersey. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, God. they wanted me to be outside the building and watch into the window, which would have been fine in the summer. But it was, it was 43 degrees, oh. and it's, it was the buildings on the river, so like I'm getting the <laughs> cold of it. Oh my God! But you're getting you're getting aroused during oh, this. Look, I I drove down the Edgewater, New Jersey. I made sure I got aroused. Uh, well, are you jerking off while this is happening? Yeah, <laughs> outside oh in God. the middle yeah. of the street. Yeah, yeah. I would was... you be interested in doing something like this? I'm open minded to it. I've never found myself <laughs> in a situation where someone has been you know come watch me and my husband have sex. Los Angeles has a healthy Craigslist uh, posting. I know I have not been open openly using Craigslist mm. or like actively. You've using been privately privately using yes, Craigslist. Yes, okay. privately. <laughs> no, you're the fr- actually you're the first one. I, you know, I've always looked at Craigslist. I've been like, oh, who is using this? You use it, Hi. and it's Hi, everybody. successfully. 
Yeah. I use it to sell like exercise equipment and things like that. I've never mm. actually looked at the uh, let's do sex column. My Craigslist is my favorite dating site. It, what it really you, is. I mean, think about it. where else could you show up for casual sex and leave with like an antique coffee table? <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Right? Like it's a, if it doesn't work out, she has a PS2 that she can sell you. It's a, it is so funny. Yeah. So do you encounter different people because you use Craigslist than people than you would otherwise? Like on- I encounter different types. So I've encountered regular folks like your mom uh, and I've. <laughs> I've encountered very attractive, normal-seeming people like you, and I've encountered some nutsy people and everything in between. I'm kind I, of not normal, though, by the way. Sure, okay. sure. But, like, you know, you but appear. You, uh, you present normal. I appear normal. normal. Yeah, yes. I pretend to be normal until you talk to me. So I have this guy. Like, you know, I have a YouTube channel, right? And mm-hmm. it's about dating and sex. So I have this guy that's, you know, he, he's, you know, a patron actually, and he wants to know what to do. He's 31 years old. He's a virgin. He's just like, he's going crazy. He just thinks there's something, he thinks there's something wrong with his penis. Cause you know, I don't know. And he just says, what can I do? And I'm like, get a prostitute. But now I'm thinking maybe Craigslist would be the call. Craigslist is good. And, or a sex worker also works. I think either are very valid options. It, I think it depends what he wants. Um, I, with a with a prostitute, you get a lot of agency in the matter. With Craigslist, you're shooting a lot into the dark to see what hits. You know, you're shooting. All right. Can uh-huh. I interject the question over here? <laughs> yes. Okay. So you clearly, like, clearly, sex is a very important thing for you because otherwise, you would not have a podcast dedicated to discussing it all the time. Well, actually, I I started the show because I had this problem where women would sleep with me, but they wouldn't date me, and oh. I wanted to find out why. Because it, I oh, wanted a girlfriend. Did, wait, how did you get that reputation, though? I don't know. I want. I wanted a girlfriend. I wanted a serious, loving relationship. But the women would um, they hook up with me or go on dates with me, and they would be really into casual sex, and they did not want anything serious. They would be like, uh, "I would say, hey, you want to make this serious?" They'd be like, mm, "Shut up and just come fuck me." You know, that was the type of thing that would happen. Which I know, yeah, boo hoo, but too like too much of friends have too much of a friends with benefit. Well, I think so, and well, I've caught called with. I, I give off a very boyfriendy vibe. I love cuddling. I like holding hands. I like, oh God forbid, getting to know you, uh, even if I'm just fucking you. So like, I have this new um, fuck buddy who, like, someone I hooked up with recently who looks like we're going to start sleeping together, and she's very like walled off in that she doesn't. She was very happy that I was capable of just coming over to her apartment to fool around rather than needing to pretend to go to a movie or something. She's like, oh, thank God, you know. I'm like, okay, cool. And But when I got home that night, and she didn't seem – she's not very chatty. I'm like, look, you got to give me a little something because, like, I I have this weird thing where when I fuck people, I have to kind of like them. So you mm. have to <laughs> – you have to at least talk to me a little, like – it's, people are dying. They're like, I want his problem. You know, I have the opposite problem. Well, maybe not. Most people, well, it's, it's, but my issue is not that's not a typically quote unquote male issue. That's normally like a chick problem, right? Yes. Yeah. It's the, yes. the woman who wants more serious and the guy doesn't. And it was a re- really weird gender role reversal. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, and mine, mine is fluctuated where I think I also give off the boyfriendy vibe. And find, I find it. Well, those shorts definitely give off a boyfriendy vibe. Okay. Relax with the <laughs> These are fine linen <laughs> shorts, okay? I think the they're, one with the peaches. No, there's no peach. I almost wore that shirt, though. They're a light blue, and they come oh. uncomfortably up that knee. <laughs> Okay, anyway, he has like so, one pair of shorts and he wears them every day. That's probably those. Thank you, mother. Okay, so so this is a. But then I recently I had casual sex. And mm-hmm. it, I found it very 
it's not nearly as good compared to sex where you have the fucking connection. Yeah, it depends. On, well, I wait, think every- wait, wait. It also depends on if, like, your casual sex was a one-night stand, whereas, you know, what Billy was talking about is that, you know, These you can have, like— ongoing fuck a, buddies. Yeah. Right, 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 uh, right. That's a different type of story, and mm-hmm. that, I think, is a very good relationship. Yeah. But, but- I, don't get, I don't get why you don't be an ongoing fuck buddy— Unless there was some like really weird thing like, you know, big 30 year age gap or something that why wouldn't it turn into a relationship then? I don't know. And, it, you know, I would that's why I started a podcast. I was like, I want to have them on and ask. And unfortunately, it just seemed to be like, you know, poor timing for the most part. For all of them, it's poor timing for the ones because there were a lot of fuck buddies or people who I just fooled around with. And that's all I really wanted. And that was fine and great. But for the ones who I really wanted to date seriously, who I feelings for some I fell in love with a lot of them it was just I'm not I I don't feel that way about you or I just got out of a serious relationship or sometimes they're dating serious they're dating guys the way they're dating me but more than one and they end up choosing another to like get more Mm. serious to get monogamous with Mm. I shouldn't say more serious to uh, imply monogamy but uh yeah and that's right it didn't seem to be there was there was never like you do this and that's why we didn't Mm. date I did I did get some notes I did. I did get some notes, uh, like studio notes, like that. <laughs> what, what, what were the notes? But is, is that because of the podcast that you got the notes, or you think they would have given it to? You oh, well, I started the. I mean, I started the. Uh, I started the podcast. Uh, no, I think it's because they were on a podcast where I, I'm asking them, "Hey, why didn't we get more serious?" I don't think they would have just called me one night three years later, and be like, "Hey, by the way, you're condescending." <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think and Cam's done the same thing where he's had ex-girlfriends on. I think it takes a lot of balls to do that for both you guys. I don't know. I mean, I think it would be really hard for me to do that. And get, I mean, I, have, I didn't have a lot of relationships like that that I could even do that with. But I think it takes a lot of guts. Has it, has it led to any uncomfortable situations for you? Sure. Really? Sure. Uh, let's see. There was one who I very matter-of-factly – this was like early on in the podcast – I very matter of factly am like talking to the audience while she's there saying, yeah. And so, you know, we uh, we ended up stop sleeping together because she started dating another guy. And it's like, hey, no big deal. Like, I get that. And she's like, no, I started dating him like six months after we stopped. I told you we had to stop fucking. And then she like went into the reason why. So like my mind got a little blown. Like I got hit with some truth. Wow. Um, I had. Oh, this was a real. Well, what did, what did she say? I don't remember. Oh, oh no, 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 I do. Uh, she just she wanted something more serious. She didn't want casual sex anymore, but she also didn't want to date me. Uh, she just didn't feel that way, which is fine because I didn't feel like I wanted to date her either. Uh, but this do was... you think it's because you're a comedian or a podcaster? Is that like or in New York? Up? This is the same. Remember I mean, I think Eric it's a New York, it's big New York, and we have a lot of women here who and people in general because there's so many people you can kind of fuck all you want and never have to get serious. I mean, there is a guy um, who wrote a book called Datanomics. His name's John Berger. Uh, he actually wrote a book about gender ratios that suggests that dudes specifically in New York City um, are outnumbered or college-educated dudes are outnumbered by college-educated women, so they kind of never have to settle down. They have mm. the pick of – they kind of have their pick of things. Uh, but that's a whole different discussion. Uh, no, we, no, we, we actually I, I, interviewed someone that had the exact same, and that's one of the reasons I think Cam went to New York to, mm. to explore yes. more. I thought yes, it was yes, going to give me an opportunity. There to will do be this. there are a lot of women here and not enough men. There's a yeah, there's a male shortage in this city. Whoa. At least, well, of college educated men. That's what his book was specifically about. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, here, this was freaky that happened. Uh, one revelation: it was a woman I'd slept with once, uh, and we we start the. Po- I'm doing my little pre-interview that I do. Before and it's just simple like relationship status, 
you know, sexual orientation. What do you want to talk about? What do you not want to talk about? She says, well, I definitely want to talk about that night. I'm like, great, me too. I was like, okay, cool, because it was just a one-night thing. I'm like, great. I turn to hit the record button. My finger's on the button. I turn back. She's in full tears. Whoa. Oh, Holy oh fuck. God. I don't I, mean to laugh, but oh, my God. Holy yeah. fuck. I pick my finger up. I'm like, okay, wait, hold on, time out. What's, what's going on? And she, she says to me, I thought I raped you. Whoa. Holy and she pres- fuck. And, then, and I was like, can I go on the, the thing? I was like, you didn't, I promise. But can we get this on? Yeah. Air? And she's like, okay. So we, I turn on the mics and she explains that she, you know, that night I did not want to have sex. I used to have this rule I would tell women before we went home. I would say, hey, uh, I'm really into this, but I typically don't have sex the first night I hook up with someone. And so there's nothing about you. I hope that's okay because I, I really – I'm fine to fool around and go down each other, whatever. I just like to wait at least one night uh, to, to a do great, that. Great rule. Yeah, I just I like that. I always thought it's it so, gave me. It's so bizarre to me though because I grew up in an age where it was like completely reversed. Oh, don't worry, dudes are still. Mo- That's not a common thing still. I'm yeah. still the weirdo. Uh, yeah, uh, I, still, I feel the same way. I would get a lot and of women would be like, and you have a, uh, you have a brethren over here. Yeah, well, I, <laughs> I also would get women who would think I was just saying that so that they. They'd be more It'd into be a fucking challenge. Yeah. right. Yeah. But I was like, no, for real. Anyways, <laughs> we're we're so we. I tell her this. We go up to my place and we're fooling around. We're having a good time. I'm th- already thinking like, okay, I can fool around with this person. Definitely don't think I want to have sex with her. I don't think I'm attracted to her in that way. And uh, and she just was getting annoying. She's kind of just like constantly be like, please, I want to fuck. Please, can we fuck? I really want to fuck you. And eventually she whittled me down to I gave my consent like I said I consent I was like I'm in okay fine I grabbed the condom and I did it um but then she and then and then we never saw each other again after but apparently after hooking up with me she started dating a guy for like a year and a half who had been raped by a woman oh my god and she used to never think men could be raped by women oh my god and so dating him and when he opened up to her about it made her flashback to me be like fuck did I and she for like two years Lived with this guilt, thinking that she had uh, she had raped me. Like the, somehow mentally manipulated you to rape you. Well, she thought that maybe the she was because again we had been drinking that night, so she was. I mean, not like a ton, but just enough that maybe it'd be hazy enough years later. And she wasn't ex- sure if I explicitly consented or mm-hmm. not, or if she kind of just. And I'd be like, "Look, I've had a woman not respect my consent." You did not do that. You were wow. in the clear. I wasn't. It wasn't enthusiastic consent, but it was affirmative. <laughs> it was affirmative. You know, this is amazing. Sex, I think, is such a. It, it's such a uh, an intimate situation, and yet we talk about it so rarely afterwards. Mm-hmm. And it can lead to. Right. Can you imagine this woman is sitting there for a year and a half, two years, thinking she raped someone? The, yeah. The, what it held on this woman because of it. If only she had been able to come on the podcast earlier. Or she, could, the, I don't know. She also could have just called me. She had yeah, my number, right? But but people feel very uncomfortable <laughs> talking about sex, especially if you feel like you <laughs> raped someone. Uh, hi, and did I, I rape you? But the thing is, it, it's like I would think that a guy, and I'm just I'm a woman, so I don't know about this, but I would think it would be hard to rape a guy if the guy, you know, how how do you force yourself to get hard if you aren't? Uh, well, I mean, that's a biological response. That's not necessarily, and ju- and I mean, you could say this too. Just because you're wet doesn't mean you automatically consent, right? Right, right, right. So, exactly. Yeah, your body can betray you in ways like that, and doesn't mean that. Oh well, Your Honor, she was wet as fuck, so like, of course right. she wanted no, it. No, no, I understand. I understand yeah, so the, the same thing. Yeah. Yes, but I'm just trying to clarify in my head. Uh, there could if be a all... man 
There could be know. all sorts of reasons. Like I could maybe not want to fuck because let's pretend I was in an open relationship, but we had a rule where it's like you can do stuff with her, but you can't fuck other right, women. Like right, for, that right. would be an example where you could be incredibly turned on and definitely want to fuck her, but not give your consent to. And if she just sat on it, that would not be yeah, okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm, in I'm my situation, in my scenario, I'm going more from a technical standpoint. Like, how do you, how does that work? If, you can. You know, I mean, have you ever heard of a fear, bo- uh, a fear boner? <laughs> I have not. <laughs> oh yeah, so you, not, you can get hard for I'm all a sorts. Woman. Of, I don't know about fear boners. I've gotten hard just driving my car, like just dri- <laughs> just driving for no apparent reason. Just get hard, like it's yeah, it has nothing to. do. Also, yeah. it could be a situation where you just don't want to have sex, exactly. but you happen to be aroused. Exactly. I mean, that was a that's a thing. It doesn't mean just because you have a boner you want to necessarily have sex because yeah. it leads to all, all right. the shit. You know, I have a and, the other, and the other thing I'm thinking about also is like usually the man is not as strong as a woman. I mean, the man is stronger than the woman. Mm-hmm. So that's another physically. thing I was wondering, like, you know, if, if she physically forced you somehow because she was stronger than you or something like that, I could well, see then her feeling uh, that way. In the in this guest example, who knows what she was thinking in the in the situation that happened to me? It was um, she was a bigger woman and she just went and like I was verbally saying no and she just sat on it. And the reason, you know, like, could, was I stronger than her? Sure. Like, could I have shoved her off of me? Sure. But in my the thought process in my mind while like as she sits on my cock bareback by the way uh because like if you're gonna rape somebody please wear a condom please um, yeah no but she sits on it and i'm thinking if i would have to shove her hard to get, to get her off, off because she's a heavier yeah. person so if i have to use all my force to shove her off if she falls off that bed the wrong way hits her head on the couch yeah. anything guess who goes away in cuffs Oh, Ew. officer, uh, I was defending myself against this woman who wasn't respecting my consent. Yeah, a New uh, York City, an NYPD officer is really going to buy that story. So I, in this defense. You know what? I'm really glad you told me this story because yeah. literally I never thought of it from a guy's point of view that you actually could yeah. be raped by a woman. I never thought of that. I mean, there there are reasons you, I one would not fight off for the same exact reasons uh, that there are many women who don't fight off their rapists and you get some shitty well, that, 70 that year old guess, ju- I, for similar yeah. reasons where it's like, why didn't you fight? It's like you didn't want the it's consequences. Fuck. Right, yeah, I mean, right. fuck the and awkwardness. The, like, the, there's there could be physical right. consequences. There can be situational consequences, like with mine. So sometimes you have to kind of just let it happen. If because if they uh, have, yeah, you know, yeah, it's, um, yeah, it's and not the great. peer pressure too. The peer pressure later of what can happen if you're like, oh, a guy and he didn't want to have sex with me, you know, that kind of thing. Did she seem relieved after having this discussion? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we had a fantastic talk and how she's a clown and weird sex stuff. Sure. But a like the clown, first 20 no minutes, way, a clown? The, first, the first 15, 20 minutes were kind of heavy. Do you know I'm a clown? Are you? I am a clown. You do yeah. have clown bone structure. <laughs> I've never been told I have clown bone structure, but I, I appreciate I, that. I, I, I take can, it as a compliment. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Billy, I had to ask you again, because I know we're going to be probably running short on time, right? Or no? Whatever's clever. Keep going. Um, I just want to know, like, because this for both Cam and I is the situation. How has this podcast changed like, your your whole way of looking at life? Like, are you able to just be so much more confident and honest with people when you first meet them? Or is it not really affected you? Uh, I've definitely gotten more humble in doing the podcast because for several reasons. One, I have to listen to the playback in editing. And wow, am I stupid? Um <laughs> 
Well, right? I'll probably feel stupid after that whole can men get raped comment. Uh, <laughs> a lot okay. of times, anything, like a lot of times when I'm cutting something, it's because I decide I'm interrupting the guest and mm. I shouldn't because yeah. they're great and I have nothing of substance to add. Yeah. Uh, I'm just putting my big, dumb male opinion into it. Um, but no, no. So I'm humbled in that way. But also, you know, I'm, I'm facing truths from these exes. And yeah. they're telling no, me. No, I'm, I'm talking about when you meet people like in the bar for the first oh. time. You're in the bar with your guy friends. And I, I just, this happened to me the other day. I just. I have guy friends. That's so sweet so of you. Open. <laughs> Guys I was so me. open. I'm such a buzzkill. Well, that's a, who's a buzzkill? Me. I'm, you said I had guy friends. I was like, oh, no, I have no, men don't hang out with me. <laughs> well, I give an uncomfortably well, feminine open energy. I, yeah, I give the same thing. Mm-hmm. You two would be I'm great sorry. together. You'd be a dynamic all right. duo. All right. So, the so ambiguously I'm just, gay yes. duo. <laughs> <laughs> say, say, say you were with your ambiguously gay new friend, Cam. And Thank you, mother. Are you more open when you meet <laughs> when you? <laughs> Are you more open when you meet women, would you say, than before you did the podcast? Because you have like this, this podcast like to say, hey, you know, Am I, more I know open so to... much more about everything because I'm humble or, or not humble, but the... more educated because I've talked to all my exes and I kind of know more about people. Do you mean am I more open about sex stuff in general and my own sexuality with like first dates or people I meet on the exactly. spot? Exactly. Yes. Be, um, partly because they're going to f- they can find it. If they mm-hmm, want to, mm-hmm. um, I, I've had an uncomfortable amount of Tinder dates start with, so I checked out your podcast. I'm like, ooh, what do I have to explain? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, uh, which episode so I know what I have to apologize for? Yeah. <laughs> so I, I would say so. dates too. Does that affect your ability to get dates in the future? Um, I'm sure they're like Tinder-y type matches that maybe didn't go through because of it, but – you know, whatever. Those are people I wouldn't have wanted to date anyway. Podcast or no podcast. I, you know, my, it's not like my type changed too much. Um, it's not like I, like I said, I, I wouldn't, before I had the podcast, I wouldn't have been interested in dating sexually closed-minded people anyway. Mm. Did you, it seems like you're very well educated when it comes to sex. Like in your vocabulary and, and your ability to describe to If you use the wrong mom. vocabulary, man, Twitter <laughs> will get at you. Yeah, so. no, I know that. So, so has it improved your understanding of sex and where people can come come from in this sense, in, you know? For sure. Um, I've had some some like hard learning moments uh, just about various, like whether they be genders, orientations, or or experiences. A lot of it has to do with like people's ex- experiences. I um, I used to tell a story about a Craigslist subway stairwell blowjob that I got back in <laughs> 2011. I, used I had to... one too. Just oh, <laughs> oh my god! Cool. We should. <laughs> Um, you, I know you look familiar. No, it, you know, what's fun about meeting you two is that like, cause you've just been exclusively, uh, cartoons to me. Well, not as much her, but you've been just a cartoon. Cause that's your album artwork. Oh, right? okay. Okay. And, and okay. Your, I and your see. Twitter handle. So, you know, now I'm oh, seeing what you look like in yes, real life. Yeah. Yeah. IRL. Um, but for example, like, I don't know. I used to tell this story about. It was a subway stairwell bukkake thing. I answer another ad for bukkake. Answer a lot of bukkake. You love, you love this bukkake thing. Well, Jeez. here's the thing. Yeah. Um, well, because a lot of and the. Wait, wait. Can you just say what the bukkake is again? Because. Karen, I would um, love to hear you say what a bukkake is. What I, what I think it is? I, I just would be more entertained to hear you say it. <laughs> okay. So I saw like a porn scene where there was, there was like this guy named Dirty D. 
And he brought in his whole like contingent and they all just had sex with this girl. And that they called it the Bukaki scene. I don't know. Is mm-hmm. there, is there anything more to it? It's like, it's just kind it's of like a coming. It's a group of, of, we'll say a group of penis wielders coming on a person. Cause actually, uh, being the special guest of the Bukaki is really genderless. Anyone can be it. Uh, and then, so any penis wielder is ejaculating onto the person's face. Typically, it can oh, okay. just be them jerking off. It could be hand job, blow job com- uh, combinations. Depends on what rules you set for your bukkake. Uh, but <laughs> have you played all parts of this? Or you I've not. Re- I've not been the recipient. Although I love to be on the receiving end of like a female bukkake, like a so like a bunch of women squirting on me. That would be lovely. <laughs> have you? So you? There's other men <laughs> oh around while you're doing. this. Yeah, Karen, are you available? What's going on? Okay, I'm Billy. I, I, I literally have never been part of. Hockey, never. Karen, can you squirt? Mother? I, 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 oh, censored. We have to censor certain you, things. I mean, this is, this <laughs> is, is I'm just saying you're, you're welcome to respond, but I, this, <laughs> I'm telling you, we're, we're running into a very dangerous territory for my sanity. <laughs> All right, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to have, you have He's like, safe word in. We got no, it. you <laughs> could, yeah, if you want to respond, we you should feel free to respond. No, I'm going to be no, grossed no, out as fuck. Now, there, you, we, it's really strange. We have kind of developed a fine line, and we somehow have managed to stick to it. It's and you that's what's got, so great. You brought that's us a, to the brink. That's what I'm trying to yeah, do here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you got pretty close bro. there. You got close. Um, but even if you asked me that on my YouTube channel, I probably wouldn't answer it. Okay, I, fair I, enough. I kind of just like, keep a little bit quieter, and I'm not even in 100 percent sure that I believe in the whole squirting concept. <laughs> You're very. I think you you have an. Excellent... I think a lot of women say they squirt and they actually pee. But anyway, that's another story. There is squirting, but very I, controversial statement there. It's controversial. It's very. Jam, are you aware of how controversial that is? Peeing versus squirting, whether it's a real thing? I'm I'm familiar. Oh, yeah. It's a big deal. (laughs) (laughs) People get angry. I I, I don't take it personally at all. I don't care if people get angry. I really don't. I I feel like people are overly sensitive about squirting. Who cares? Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't care. You have a good ability to just be straight up and like hit on people like you you were hitting on my mother in our emails knowing that i'm on the fucking thread i mean i'm doing it in part because you're on the thread okay okay <laughs> but it, i mean in general I, you, that was a very challenging question i would never in a million years feel comfortable asking someone's mother or or pretty mm. much anyone in general are you are you a big squirter mm. how do you think you develop this openness what I mean, does, it, does it even cross your mind that's a weird fucking question to ask well i don't know if i would say that as bluntly uh in like a bar but like i mean we're on a podcast we're on a sex podcast yeah. called sex talk with mom so it's like you know seemed uh seemed like fair game to that, at least that go is with. it is fair game yeah i did an episode where it happened it's probably my favorite episode of all time i did an episode with a happy ending massage provider while she gave me the massage oh from like starting oh to end. You know what? Do you, what do you think this is? Is this because growing up, like your parents were open-minded with you? I mean, is there a reason that you feel like so comfortable, like just doing these things? That well, these are things I, I was doing in private and then I do stand up. So I talk about these on stage. So uh-huh. in a way it's like doing it on a podcast is like, well, the stage is just bigger and uh, it doesn't get, you know, it lives forever. Yeah. Do you, how do you deal with so, – so last night I woke up one in the morning f- scared out of my <laughs> fucking mind that the person that I hooked up with is going to find out that I talked about her very tangentially on the right. podcast. Mm. I didn't yeah. give any details related to our hookup. I basically just gave my impression of my feelings on casual sex. And, and, 
how do you deal? Do you, do well, and you, even do you, if you run did, into this whatever. issue? Like, you're allowed to. It's your life. It's I've your gotten yelled at. I've gotten yelled at People so many yell, times. People yell, but fuck them. It's your life. No one's going to put, no one's gonna put a, a piece of masking tape over my mouth and say, I can't talk about my experiences in my life and yeah. how I felt. During I got yelled at, but I have, there are friends of my, of my current girlfriend who are like, don't talk to me. Because we had a brief breakup back in March, and um, and I did an unbagging on air. Oh, so wow. she dropped off a bag of my stuff like half, you know, a few days after the breakup, uh, unexpectedly. Like I didn't know she was coming. She just dropped them off with a roommate, and this is like twenty minutes before I was recording an episode with a guest. Uh, the guest was like a stand-up comedian, uh, like a non-hookup guest. So I texted him. I was like, hey, like my girlfriend just dropped off a bag of my stuff from her place so, or my ex. Um, do you want to like – you cool with like unbagging it? And I did it on Facebook Live for that portion wow. of the recording. And then we continued on to talk about his stuff. And now her friends didn't watch the thing. They didn't listen. So they don't actually know what I said. But they were furious mm. that I even talked about my breakup. I was like – at that point in time, I was like, I've had a – I've had a podcast for three years where I talk about all my fucking sexual encounters. What you, do you expect here? You didn't think that I was going to talk about the breakup? Especially if you drop off a bag of sad, <laughs> you know? But it's such a hard line again. It's a but hard no, but line to do. it's not that hard with... because, you know, it's my experience. And what I did when they, they had yeah. actually watched and listened to it before they got mad, they would have heard that it's actually me listening to how um, I was basically going through – where I failed as a boyfriend through these items that she left me, which, by the way, I didn't look through. So everything was a surprise when I took it out on air. <laughs> oh my I had God. no idea. I it, just saw you a have T-shirt. That? I would love to watch that sometime. Um, it's uh, it's on an episode with Adam Lucidi, super funny dude. And, you know, so I'm like really just kind of going through my things about how I failed as a boyfriend. It's not me mm-hmm. shitting on me. But, you know, what I think what happened was I think they saw that I was going to do because I posted be like, hey, tune in in 10 minutes. I'm going to do this. I think they saw that thought, oh, shit, what would I do if, if that was me? Oh, you know what I would do? I would probably shit on my ex. So Billy's probably going to uh, shit. They were projecting yeah. their shitty selves. Of they'd, course. You know, of course. Uh, if they'd actually listen, they'd be like, oh, no, that's actually pretty reasonable and kind of yeah. kind. Yeah. But because so, I'm so a shithead, they assumed a, I'd be a shithead. Are you back with her? Are yeah, we're back. back. It was a very brief breakup. Yeah. So, so you, when, when you um, – so your girlfriend is completely supportive of everything that you're doing in yeah. your podcast and all that. But and she's also it's an open relationship. It, it is an open like. relationship. How yes. do you set up those parameters? Uh, we did this weird thing. Um, we talked to each other. <laughs> <laughs> we communicated. It was it was it a challenging discussion? No, um, you know, we just like talk about like, and we do check ins. It's not like it's one conversation mm. and that's the lifetime contract of the relationship. But it's a it's a living document, as certain liberals would view the Constitution, right? It's a it's a living document, the relationship co- uh, contract. So it's uh, so you know, weird that it's. It, I think it's again so progressive, especially your age, to do this. Yeah. So I mean, we've been doing that, and that's been going well. And and the, the rules change every once in a while, but we discuss them. Um, when someone feels bad, it's not a relationship-ending occurrence. It's a thing we're going to talk through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, for example, one of the rules we have is that I can't talk about um, stuff with her on the podcast, uh, anything that occurred after the March breakup. Wow. So it was like she's like that because everything else, it would have been redundant because it's already out there. Uh-huh. So it's like, okay, anything post-breakup, you have to, like, clear with me first. Wow. That's wild. Well, that's yeah. That that yeah. broke up Howard Stern's marriages. I mean, 
you know, I'm sure ca- Howard had a little bit more of a hand in it than just talking about it on air. He doesn't seem like the the best husband <laughs> from a glance. Do you think you're yourself on, on your, when you're recording the podcast? Do I what? You think you're yourself? Are you giving a certain side of your personality or giving your, the whole broad picture of yourself? I mean, yourself? I'm definitely turned on a little bit more uh-huh. uh, because I am on mic. I think it also depends on the conversation I'm having with the person. Are we having a serious discussion? Is it somber? Is it awkward? Is it funny? Is it sad? I've had episodes of the show. I always tell the guests beforehand, it's not a comedy show. Remember, Esquire refused to rate me as funny. Um, (laughs) They said I was educational and cultural cachet, but I'm not funny, nor am I raunchy. (laughs) I came on air, but I'm not raunchy. Whatever. For the record, we were described as funny. Yes, you two were yeah, rated as funny, and, and uh, I and got we, nothing. And raunchy, too. We were, <laughs> we were, I, think I think we got raunchy, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, but so <laughs> um, I've had episodes. I have to warn them. It's like it's don't feel pressure to be funny or something. Be whatever is honest and real. Like if you're feeling sad, be sad. Happy, be happy. Be funny if you're funny. If it's awkward, be fucking awkward. So I've had episodes where, like, they've cried. Yeah. I've had episodes where I've cried. I've You know, we have episodes that are weird, and they sound kind of almost slow because – there's clearly an awkwardness going on, and then we have obviously what I thought were funny episodes, but apparently not. Have you have you ever had a phone sex operator have an orgasm with you and your mother on the, on a No, podcast? but you two have. I, I saw that tweet. That was, that was a fun point. one. Have you has it has this podcast reignited flames that you thought were out? Yeah. Because I've, I've seen that in my that's situation a few times, yeah, several it, times. Because the the intimacy of the conversation it, you never had before, uh-huh. or at least in my situation, yeah, yeah. it was foreign to us. And then when we were yeah. able to get through that hurdle, it was like, oh, we're back up. But it actually never resulted in me and hooking up with I anyone. I was going to say, which one was back up? No, no, it, uh-huh. it, it just, but it didn't. It did lead to some interesting dates. I mean, episode five of amazing. my show, I'm like barely doing the show. I I don't think I even launched it at that point. I was just like still recording the first few episodes the fifth episode when we fit and we hadn't seen each other in a couple of years or talked and uh we stopped recording we kept talking for like another 20 minutes and then she kind of jumped across the couch to kiss me wow. and we ended up fucking right then and there wow um and Did then, you, we, yeah, and then we continued to fuck and then we continued to be fuck buddies for like several months wow you know how, how how many women have you slept with? Like, I'm not talking about making out. I'm talking about actual penetration. Uh, that that's a really personal question. Oh, we hit the uh, brink, brink. No, it's not really a brink. Um, I I was gonna go to my phone to check. It's either you count them on the phone. Well, I have, you have I a too. list. Yeah, she you have a too. list too. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, everyone's got lists. Well, this is his his list is I, enough. He can just kind of remember it um, in order. I, I kind of like go, you know, like it's like counting sheep type of thing. I think it's. 71 or 81 it's oh, one of those oh, two man. i have to go back and look I wonder he has a list how the hell is he supposed to remember you know all their names um i would have i used to be able to do it in order up until like the 50s and then you know um oh my yeah. god so, so I, I think i'd have to do a little studying if i was gonna do them all in order well uh, does your does your mom know about this yeah, my, my family knows about the show through different ways. Um, I don't know what no, they've listened to. Why are sleeping with uh, 70-something people? I mean, no one's ever asked. I don't think they would have expected it because I'm pretty sure they thought I was gay for most of high school. <laughs> <laughs> but not because like, uh, I think it was just because like, I, I cried a lot and, uh, you know, I was never bringing oh, women home. Sensitive. 
Are you he's sensitive, Cam? I'm a sensitive. I'm a sensitive soul. This is my whole new stand-up bit. Are you, I think are it's you a be Pisces? Gemini. Oh, Gemini. We got to wrap this up, Mother. Okay. Um, okay. Let's. I, wrap I'm it. never going to get over him calling you Mother at I, 28. I it's have. Never, a, I'm never going. What do you want me it. to fucking call her? She's my Mom. mother. Mom. Mom. It's I funny, like Karen. It. I would like it if you call me Mommy. <laughs> Mommy. Can I can I ask you? I I've been wanting the whole this whole the whole thing. I've been wanting to wonder why sex. What why is sex so important? I mean, in like existentially or like for me? For you, why? Because what is <laughs> what is why is it so important in your pretty, life? It feels pretty awesome. It, it, is it because like, it could have been just because the feeling, but really is it more fun? than that? It's or no? fun. It feels awesome. It makes me. It puts me in a better mood. That's Most just, of the time, you get a lot of a lot of endorphins are being released. Yeah, I mean, there's yeah, it's a chemically awesome experience. Okay, yeah. So, <laughs> so it's more of the physical aspect of it that's really interesting. I mean, I think that's the reason. That, I think that's the thing that drives me to do it more. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's a fair. That's a fair response. I mean, on a bigger level, I think it's just important that we talk about sex and gender and sexuality uh, more, so that we have a better understanding of it, so we can have better sex because if we don't talk about it it is difficult to have better sex if we don't teach kids basics of how sex works and how there's different types of sex and different types of bodies like there are different there are penises that have foreskin there are penises without foreskin there are well, I was that look ask all you about sorts that. different there's uh, all different types of labia but people don't know this so everyone's worried about right. being weird they're always like if, if go to reddit go to r slash sex on reddit every question is my boobs are like this. Is this okay? My penis uh, only comes when I do it like this. Is that okay? Like, yes. There's all different types of ways. Like, it's all okay. There's no weird. Stop trying to be fucking normal. Normal sex is missionary um, with the lights off, and that sucks. I think that's a great way to end. Mother, do you have anything else? <laughs> yeah, I did. I mean, how much – well, you were bringing up this whole, like, what's weird and what's not. Do you get a lot of guests or, or – people in your life in general that ask you about the importance of penis size of course a uh, penis size comes up sure sure she, it comes up a lot for her uh, she why brings it up every queen? fucking episode i get you size queen, Karen? i'm not a size queen at all no as a matter of fact i'm probably a, a, a size queen uh the, the road oh yeah yeah, yeah. so I'm, you you not, see the value of a five inch cock i see an average cock is just fine and dandy fine um, and dandy dandy it's fine dandy. and dandy and, you know, it's not I, – I can go into that for a while. But I'm saying that uh, that seems to be the biggest issue of all the guys that, that call in or mm-hmm. comment or – Because, again, you know, everyone's worried life. about measuring up to some sort of standard that doesn't really exist. In fact, when you know, – and I'm sure you can speak to it too, but you have too big a dick. You know, it becomes unusable. Yeah. Uh, it becomes a novelty thing. It's – everyone's just worried. I was like, why don't you just be good? Or if it's too small, get good at eating pussy. Like, I don't know. But yeah. just it's, stop yeah, worrying yeah. about being normal. Just start worrying. Figure out how your body works. How do you come? Does it involve children? No? Cool. <laughs> then it's probably fine. Yeah, I love that's that. I, that's, that's a great that's rule. That's what it's I wanted to hear. Rule. That's what I wanted to hear. Uh, do you Thank have you. anything to plug? Uh, well, obviously, I don't know if you guys know this, but <laughs> I have a podcast. <laughs> uh, it's called The Man Whore Podcast, and you can find it iTunes, wherever, uh, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. Just search Man Whore, and that's me. I'm also on Twitter and Instagram at the Billy Procida. That's P-R-O-C-I-D-A. And uh, just come find me. I, I perform in New York City um, quite often. I'm doing a live podcast in October. So um, 
come follow me and you'll learn more about that here in New York City. This has been so fun. Thank you for coming Seriously, on the man, show. This has been Thank a blast. You so much. Thanks it's for having been me. a riot. You are <laughs> hilarious and uh, we got to do this again. Oh, man.